Welcome to the Share Chair Podcast, Stories from School, where we tell each other stories and we learn from listening. Ellie Vega, Tori Arrow, Haley Brosnan, welcome to the Share Chair Podcast. This is uh, the first episode of our next season, so welcome. It's ha- happy to have you. Thank you. Thank you. I've, I've had Haley now in class a little bit, Tori one time, but Ellie never. No. No, I know. I'm excited to kind of get to know some things. So we, um, and also listeners should know, we have a new uh, student producer. We actually have two st- new student producers, uh, Grace Kleppy and uh, Bella Ziegenthaler. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, um, welcome. And uh, to you. And I'm so excited to get going with this, particularly because of what I think was your summer work. So you have a public mural uh, in our Central Park. Now, people listen to this um, all over the place. Uh, so it's in our main kind of park of our small city. And there's a, a, a wall, a brick wall kind of in that, in that park, sort of an entry to that park, right? And you all ended up painting a mural in our city and I think you're one of the first few teenagers to have such public work. Is that right? Yeah. Do I have this down? Yeah. So I want to like know a lot about this. Um, primarily like how did you land this gig? Um, Ellie, can you kind of start that story off a little bit? Okay. So the main thing was that there was this big wall by seven steps up and, um, the town, they, the committee of the town, they wanted somebody to paint it because they wanted like something that's like community and like music and something that represents like the center like of Spring Lake. So a bunch of different artists from Spring Lake High School made different murals to see which one would be picked for it. And the person that got picked did not participate in our mural because the people who did not get picked got to do smaller murals, which are the ones in the park. So there is a bigger mural that was made by Liv Butler, uh, Angela Butler's daughter, who is part of the committee. And it's huge. It's like over by um, like the the postal office and like by love ink and stuff it is really amazing it's an awesome piece and so yeah the artists that did not get picked for that they assigned a smaller wall for like the same concept but a different art piece that didn't include like as much like music and stuff but more of like community and who we are together and like earth and nature since it's by like a kid's park so, okay, yeah. so so each of you like applied to do that bigger wall, is that right? Yeah. Or, or applied or audition? Well, what was it exactly, Tori? I mean, what? How did you? Was it an application for that bigger wall? What? What? How did this all come to be? Even? Um, I remember seeing something posted on Schoology about it. I think, and then that's our like our school's you know learning system or whatever. Maybe other people might use Google Classroom or whatever. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um. And then I went to our art teacher, Miss G, and I kind of was like, what's this about? I think I actually emailed her because we were online at the time. Yeah. And oh, my God. Can we forget about that, please? <laughs> the pandemic, learning online. and uh, right? Masks are tough, but it's nothing compared to learning distant as far as I'm. Well, okay personal opinion aside let's go okay. <laughs> well so i actually ended up zooming with miss g like five or six times about like what i wanted to do and like whether or not i wanted to do like have this opportunity and then um she kind of helped me like come up with concepts for what i wanted to paint and then i just like i pretty much spent a whole summer like 
doing concepts and or like probably like our winter or like our spring trimester like just like working out concepts and stuff like that so at this point had you had the gig like in spring last spring was it known that you were going to do a piece of art so last spring we did know because like the summer before that so the summer of i 2020 2020 2020. yeah Yeah. so the summer of 2020 um we had like applied and then like sent in our art and that was when we had like a kind of like a little showcase to like show off our art and then like we we got to see who actually like won the concept and then it like went further and then the city like told us that they wanted us to paint these other murals so everyone can do something so wait you did this at like a city uh village meeting or like how did that who who did you show this off to when you were it was like um it took place in seven steps up and there were other muralists that have already done murals in spring lake like by the dry cleaners and like boat storage and stuff they've done like these huge murals they had their art displayed yeah they're awesome and then Our concept designs for what was going to be on Seven Steps Up was there. So we didn't even know that we were going to do something in the park until the person got picked. And then like a week or so later, they're like, hey, we really want to showcase your art because you guys are really good. We're going to put you in a different spot. So it was like, it was just like a meeting for the people who applied and like the people, like family and friends. Like it wasn't limited to just us. It was like a bunch of the people of like the town and like family and friends and stuff. And then it was just there to see like, who got picked for the biggest mural. And then, and then Haley, um, how was that experience to like show your art? Cause of course you're artists, you've had training, you've been creating art for a long time, but I don't know what your experience is with you know, showing it off. I mean, what, how was that experience? Um, it was exciting, especially like the first time being in Seven Steps Up when there's all these like town people there and other people's families and they're like seeing your art and like judging it. That was like scary, you know, but it was exciting. And then eventually when we were doing those murals, you know, when we were painting our own murals in Central Park, um, that was also a little bit scary, like seeing, like having people like see your progress you know, while you're working on it. And you're like, no, it's not finished. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you, you keep, you did, did you find yourself keep wanting to excuse your work or whatever? Like, yeah, yeah. Like, not done yet, not done yet. <laughs> like yeah, you too, Tori, like, you're like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, what, what, I mean, any one of you, what were the stages like? I mean, how do you work with a brick wall? I mean, I, listen, you're talking to a guy who has zero clue. Did you have to, like, paint it white first to do something on it? Because it's a brick wall, right? Like a red yeah. brick wall. Right, so actually the city put up this, like, other wall on top of it. It was, like, I don't know what it was made out of. It wood? Was, it was like, like plaster. It was, like, white. Or, yeah, it was, wood. like, some kind of, like, plaster that, like, went over it so that we had, like, a clean surface. Oh, wait, but it had, like, these giant, like, nails sticking out of it. Yeah. So <laughs> it was, like, it was like separate canvases that they tried to make look together. So it's, like, the nails got in the way of the wood. Yeah, so it was just kind of, like, the only, like, obstacle that we really had, like, on the board was just these giant nails that poked out. So we didn't actually paint on the brick wall. Oh, okay, got it, got it. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about concepts. I mean, there is a connective theme, connected theme, correct, to the murals. I've seen it. I've gone past it. It's beautiful. What is that theme, and how was that theme developed? It's like diversity and community, like diversity in nature and people and cultures and just, like, coming together and, like, accepting each other kind of thing and just promoting, like, diversity and acceptance yeah do you know who had that idea or that concept was that was that given to you or was that a commute did you as students decide that or was that given to you as a theme 
I think it was kind of both. Like, we all met in the park. You guys remember? And, like, we developed, like, ideas for that. And also, like, Angela Butler, she gave us some ideas for, like, what we could do surrounding that. But yeah, I think we just kind of, we met in the park. Um, and then we just kind of all decided what we were most interested in, like, having our art share with the world and with our community and, like, what was the most relevant in our community. And we all really heavily wanted to focus on nature, and we all really wanted to focus on diversity, and I think those were, like, the major two that came together in all of our pieces. Um, and I think they came... I think that they all show that, too. Now I'm... I, you know, I have to ask this question. Why? Why nature? Why diversity? Why is that the right piece for that place so at the time that we were starting like sketching out our like concepts and everything um the black lives matter movement was really picking up and we thought that it would like we weren't allowed to do anything really political in our art pieces but i think that we all wanted to like speak out because we're like a very heavily white community and i believe that like saying we we see you guys we like notice you guys we're gonna like make a piece that's related to this but also in general showing that we have like respect and like we just like we wanted to be a part of that movement but at the same time we didn't want to make it super political so we all thought that it would be good for like diversity as like a very white community to like show like different kinds of people or like different like cultures and everything so we thought that like at the time it would be very good to represent that and nature and like, why, but yeah. why, but then like okay i mean that makes <laughs> that makes sense to me the inclusivity to show uh that our community though though racially you know by statistics not uh too diverse open to it so i understand that but then also nature like how why does why is that maybe important as part of diversity or how in what ways do you think about nature as being part of inclusive when we were like coming up with ideas for what we wanted to like stand for with these murals like an idea that came up a lot with all of us was like environmentalism and protecting the environment and also like our town here is a big focus on like nature like we have the parks we have the trails and we have like the beach like all of this like natural stuff people like come here to enjoy you know, so we thought by including that, we'd include like a piece of our town. And then also like the environmentalism, like showing like nature, like flourishing. You know? I think also for me personally, my piece felt really drawn to nature because I wanted to kind of like show the serenity that comes with diversity. And when I think of like serenity, I think of nature because that's like where I think that a lot of people feel like at peace and happiness is like when you're just like sitting at the beach or like going on a hike. and I think that that brings those two concepts together really well. I mostly did nature because it was at a park. And I Makes was sense. like, it's, out, it's outside. And like, again, like everybody's been saying, we're very much like an outdoorsy kind of like town. We like have a lot of trails. We like see bikers all the time. And I thought that like, even though we might not be connected like ethnically or like, in the same like political stance and stuff we can all be connected through nature so yeah cool i love it could you describe your section and by the way we we really should mention that uh there's actually a fourth muralist correct mm -hmm. and as allard um who just couldn't join us today for the podcast although actually she's been on the podcast a few years ago in her freshman year so people can listen go back and listen to that uh and hear her talk um and speak there but could you describe your own 
part of the mural what what your sort of con your personal concept was and maybe then how it connects to the others as well i'd love to hear about that so uh, ellie what's your what is your uh personal part of the mural so i i'm a digital artist i do like very cartoony art and so i wanted to do something with like a person in it because i draw people a lot and I thought that for like community and like nature and stuff, I thought that it would be good to draw mother nature or mother earth. And I didn't want to make it super realistic because again, a cartoony style and we're by a park where a lot of kids go. So I thought that it would be a good idea to make it like maybe like a children's book, like comic book look cool. with like heavy black lines. And it looks like a coloring book a little bit. So I added like a lot of animals, a lot of bugs. I put a rainbow in there, put sparkles on it. And like, I just wanted to make it look like friendly. Like if you look at it, you'd be like, oh yeah, it was really cute. Like that kind of thing. But my, my thought process before was like really like tough. Cause I made the mural for Seven Steps Up, like the concept mural for that. I was like, okay, we're done. And then they come back, they're like, you're actually gonna do a mural. I was like, wait, I gotta make another thing for this. So I went through about like five different concepts before I came up with this one. And one of them was like this really complex one of like animals having a picnic. And I'm like, I, I can't do this. I gotta make it like <laughs> achievable. So I ended up going with the mother nature piece and I thought that it came out very well. I just love hearing about artists process though. Um, for myself, just try to write a little bit. I try to do some other types of art and uh, I just love hearing about the process. It's like, yes, I have achieve achievable, a deadline, I'm guessing. Although, did you have, you had a deadline by yes. the city. What, what, what was that deadline? Well, actually, <laughs> no, we didn't have a deadline. It was just that we could work on it until the snow flies. And then while we were working on it, Apparently, some people in the village were like, we don't really see a lot of progress happening here. So they were like, oh, shoot, you got to have it done before school. And that gave us 20 days to finish. And okay. we were like, oh, my gosh. So we were like <laughs> freaking out a little bit. But they all came out very well, and I'm very happy about it. So. Cool, cool. No, but sometimes you need that yeah, deadline. Exactly. You need yeah. to be pushed like that. Otherwise, right, the process goes on and on and on. Um, Tori, how about you? What, can you talk about your own sort of piece of the mural and then also kind of how it fits in with the others and some of that? Um, sure. So my process was kind of, I went through a lot of different concepts like Ellie did and um, I ended up landing on one and I had like submitted it and it had gotten approved. I had edited it and because like the submission process and like getting it edited and like seeing what you need to change, that's a really, really long process because it like has to go to our coordinator, Angela, and then it has to go to the city and like back and forth and back and forth. Um, so I had like my final concept and I was like, yes, this is what I'm going to do. And then I got halfway through last year's school year and I was like, just kidding. No, it's not. Not even a little bit. <laughs> so I changed it and then I had to like resubmit it again and it got approved pretty quickly. Um, so then how I came about like that second piece was I was like in my IB art class and I had been like messing around with painting hands on glass because I just thought it looked really cool. And then I was like, whoa, like these really speak volumes. Like I feel like there can be a lot told through hands and there's a lot of emotion based on how it's like put and how it's like standing there um and then i i've also been like super drawn to like the meaning of colors yeah. and like like what blue can portray and what red can portray so i figured that i could just like incorporate all of those things together in my piece and then my nature is like the sunlight because 
um, that's what gives me joy in nature is sun and I think a lot of people can relate to that too so um, as my sun rays like hit different parts of the hand and it changes the color of the hand it's supposed to be um, like falling deeper into the happiness of like nature and like the different levels that you can find like the deeper you go the more like colors that you find pretty much like it's different depths of happiness kind of cool cool uh Haley, how about you what was your concept yeah so when I started making my design I went through a lot of different things and like for a long time I like couldn't figure out what I wanted to do you know I was like making like piece after piece I was like this isn't like quite right you know and I remember when I was designing my final concept I did it in like one day you know because I was like oh my gosh like this is it you know but I was up north in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan, you know, and I was like hiking a lot. We were on like a family like vacation up there, just like hiking and like or, like relaxing, you know. And I like drew a lot of inspiration t from my mural, from like the like all the plant and animal life I saw there, and just like how like calming and like happy it made me feel. Yeah. And then also a focus of my mural was like showing people who like look different, who are like from different cultures from like around the world, you know, just being like happy. Like my mural is called like embrace each other. It's like they're all like embracing each other and being close, you know? And I thought that'd be like impactful because it is like next to a daycare center, you know, for a right. bunch of little kids. Yeah. And when I was painting it, like they'd walk by like three or four times a day you know, while you're out there. <laughs> and they're always like looking, you know, and so at cool. some you like a, a real time audience for yeah. your art. <laughs> That's kind of yeah. unique. <laughs> yeah, and so like I portrayed all my people, like their faces like very like warm and inviting and happy and just like at peace, like with each other and with the nature around them. And I thought that was important to show to like younger kids in this less diverse area that we live in, you know, just as like kind of like a little bit of exposure being like, you know, like, this is, like, cool. Like, this is, like, these people look different than me, and they're all, like, like, some people, like, do look like me, like, in this mural, you know, and they're all, like, happy, and they're all, like, together. Yeah. Like, there was this one father and daughter that walked by my mural one time, and he, like, stopped, and he, like, explained to her, you know, like, concepts like diversity and, like, showed, like, her, like, the different people, like, from around the world, you know. He's, like, that person, like, looks like they're from, like, Africa or like Asian look at they're all like happy and like together and like accepting each other and I was like oh that's so cool like giving someone an opportunity to like explain that to their kid Perfect. oh how <laughs> fortunate that you even got to hear that because I mean I think probably most artists put art out and don't hear the effect of it you know they hope for their the, that type of effect but often don't hear you know how people are viewing it or, or, or thinking I mean maybe I'm wrong but you know so to what Haley was saying how like did any of you guys like have that happen where you know people stopped by and like asked you and stuff and were explaining how did that make you feel like personally and to the effect of your mural Oh, that was like so nice and inspiring you know with the little kids they come up and they're like this is so cool like I, I painted a sunset yesterday you know because I saw this and I really liked it and that made me like so happy and just like being able to inspire like little kids and inspire like conversations with adults and children about diversity was really made me really happy. <laughs> um, Inez had a really fun story too she said that one day she was working and a little girl came up to her with her mom and told her that she had seen all of our paintings and she had seen us painting and it inspired her to start art. 
which is so cool and so impactful. And I just, I mean, I never had anything like that. Like, it would just be people passing by saying, like, oh, like, this is so beautiful or something like that, which is still, like, such a lovely comment. And I love to hear it. But but that's so impactful. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Amazing. With mine, um, there's two things that stick out with me. There was this man who came by about, like, three times. And he was, like, this older guy. And he had, like, this very small dog with him. And he always carried, like, this old camera around him. And he'd always come over. And he'd ask me, like, about the mural and, like, how my day is. And he's just, like, very friendly. And then at the end, he'd be like, can I take your picture? He'd take a picture on, like, this old camera. And I've, I think that he, like, was coming to, like, take pictures of our progress throughout time so he could, like, print them out and, like, look at them, which I thought was super sweet. And then there was a couple with two kids and they were both in like this little wagon and they come over while I'm working on it with my mom. And he starts pointing out, he's like, how many butterflies are there? And she starts counting one, two, three, awesome. there's four so butterflies. Cool. Yeah. And he's like, what else do you see? She's like, I see a deer, I see a rainbow. I'm like, this is like, I spy for kids. Education. It, it, it made me so happy. Yeah. It's so cool. We used to do that. As a matter of fact, even a few years, no joke, a few years ago when we were living in the Netherlands and uh, we would go to museums all the time. And the girls, I mean, my own girls, you know, who at the time were like, oh gosh, 14, 14 and 10, I guess, or something. They liked museums, but we went to a lot of museums and it would sometimes get tiring. So we would play kind of games about, uh, well, how many you know different body parts they could see because <laughs> it's some of those classical uh, anyway we did, we still do that even at museums it's fun it's kind of a fun way to like you know view or or, or observe art i guess so yeah, that's 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 awesome that's really neat I also always had this one guy come he would like walk his dogs around the block and so i saw him like pretty much every night for like about a week and um, it was, he just had this like giant fluffy dog named Brinkley that would just like <laughs> always come and like love on me and lick me. And it was so cute. And then he kind of like, he would like tell me about how he named his dog Brinkley. And I kind of just got to know this little old man that walked his dog by so much. <laughs> and it was just, it was so sweet and kind of just great to get to know the community a little bit just by sitting there. Did the four of you see each other there a lot or no? I mean, how'd that work out? Did you, yeah, were you? working on it at the same time or i was gonna say um i saw Haley and tori a lot but inez got hers done pretty fast like before they changed the deadline okay so i'd come over in the morning you were there very early Haley. Yeah. Haley would be there like really early and like when i just started working she'd be like okay bye and, like be leaving i'm like oh my gosh and then tori i saw a couple times but we never were there all together i think the only time we were there all together was at the very beginning when they like had us in like school and like had assigned times for when we get there and work together with like chalk and everything and just mapping it all out. Okay, because so. one of the things is like this has connected. I mean, I don't, I don't know the four of you too much like socially, so this has connected the four of you. I don't know if you were friends before, what kind, or if you just sort of knew each other. But it's like your especially because there's some nice press about this right now and now the podcast and you four are connected, you know, like yeah. it or not, you're connected. <laughs> uh, so I hope that that's, you know, kind of cool and been a neat experience as well. So um, I've seen the article that was on Schoology, but my other question was, what has the reaction been after you guys have finished? You know, like, what has it been like 
you know, finishing these things and getting those, you know, comments afterwards when it's done? Um, I, I haven't had like a ton of comments. It's a lot of people just at school being like, hey, like I saw your mural and I'm like, yay. <laughs> it's like, it's not like embarrassing, but it's just kind of, it's more shocking now because now people are seeing my art in the community and it's kind mm -hmm. of like, I mean, honestly, I do not love my piece. I, I like, I just don't. Um, and I knew when I started it that I wouldn't. And I feel like there's just artists that are like that. As soon as they finish a piece, they just, they're never gonna be in love with it because it never feels done. Um, so when people go and see it, it's almost like, I kind of just want to like shy away and be like, no, don't look at me. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, it's okay. mine and I'm proud, but no. <laughs> uh -huh. It's a weird balance, isn't it? Yeah, that I've had, I have that experience in my own life, in my own ways and it's, yeah, you're proud, but also don't want too much attention or I don't know, it's interesting. I was gonna say, I put my Instagram tag on there and of course my dad, my dad is like a fanatic about sharing like like it, my stuff on Facebook and stuff. Mm -hmm. So I, they, he shared my piece and my article of course. And yesterday I noticed that my Tia followed my Instagram. I'm like, oh my gosh, like it's like, it's like I want people to see my art and stuff. But then as soon as like family members start seeing it, I'm like, oh my gosh, no. Like it's like, <laughs> what? I forgot that you guys are gonna see this stuff. <laughs> but like, Having like a um, anonymous audience makes me very happy. Like people that just walk by, they don't know me. They see like my piece and like all of our stuff. It's like they see it and it can make their day better. And it's like that makes me happy. But then like if like my grandparents come over, they're like, oh my gosh, we're so proud of you. I'm like oh my gosh, no, I get so shy because <laughs> then they'll like want to see more of my art. I'm like okay. <laughs> Yeah, like in school and stuff, when people mention it or teachers mention it, it's like you don't really know what to do. You're just kind of like, oh, thank you, guys. <laughs> it's like, oh, I did that. Yeah, oh, you're so like, right. <laughs> <laughs> like exactly. Like it's like it's like you like it. It's like oh, that's so nice, but it's so awkward. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's that's interesting. I, did you? Uh, okay, I'm gonna put Spring Lake on the. Uh, Spring Lake Village on the do on the uh, sort of edge here. Did you get paid? Yes. Yeah. Good. You should. I mean, <laughs> good. You should have gotten. Paid. I mean, good. Oh, I'm so glad to hear that. Good. Um, just a stipend. I mean, you don't have to tell me how much, but you got a stipend. Like, a, it didn't matter how much you worked on it. They just gave you the yeah. same. Yeah. No, okay. Great. I'm so glad about that. So. Is that the first time you've been paid for your art, or no? Uh, yes, yes, for oh, Tori, but yes, yes, for Haley, you've been paid for some art before. Yeah, Ellie. I've cool. I've done since I'm a digital artist. I've done digital commissions and stuff. Cool. Since I was like, well, probably just like this last year, but I've gotten like a couple of them. So, and then I've had stuff before that, that I got paid for. So, you know. Tori, Haley, how did it feel <laughs> to get paid for some art? It was really exciting. I was. It's really shocking too because when I had applied for it, I just kind of like didn't actually think I was gonna get it. I was like, eh, I'll just do it, just to do it. And and then when it was like, oh yeah, you're gonna get paid this much for your art, it was like, oh wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't even, yeah, cause it's shocking that anyone even like wants my art. <laughs> I mean, I've never like done art for anyone except for myself and like my family. Yeah. So it's just exciting and shocking. Cool, I love it, Haley too. Yeah, it was really exciting. And it's like this whole, like my entire life, it's like making art for myself and family and friends, you know, like giving it away as like Christmas presents and stuff. And then someone's like, hey, I wanna buy that. You know, can you make this for me? And that was crazy. And it, it's been really exciting and like fulfilling, you know, it's like I'm spending my time on art and I'm also getting paid. Like this is like the dream. 
Yeah. That's awesome. Did you, uh, just out of curiosity, like, because sometimes for artists, once it becomes a job, it can hurt the experience. But it sounds like you're all still in love with art after this experience. <laughs> Is that true? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good. Phew. Because, I mean, you know, sometimes when it, yeah, when you get a commission, when you have certain deadlines and you're not just kind of doing it for your own self it can lose some of that so I'm, I'm glad you're you're still in love with art and actually it leads me to this maybe bigger broader question you know um it's just like why art in the first place a much bigger broader like what do you love about it what does it bring out of you that excites you so much and and makes you care so much about it like yeah. so i've i've like ever since i could pick up a pencil i've been drawing and it's just like little doodles and stuff and i it's just always been an outlet for me i think not like emotionally but if i'm like i'm bored or like i'm bummed out i'll start drawing and it'll be like i can just doodle a lot or i'll make like big pieces and it's just i don't think of like anything else the way i think of art like my sister louise she's very into photography like that's her kind of art that she's really into and it's like She's like, I don't want to draw. I want to take pictures. It's like, I can't see the love for photography as I do for, like, the way that I draw. So, I don't know. It's just, like, comforting to be able to, like, see how far I've come and, like, see myself advance and, like, know that I'm going to get better. And it's just, like, it's comforting for myself, I guess. So. Awesome. Yeah. Um, for me, it was a little bit, it was less, like, a comfort when I was growing up. It was more of, like, like I thought it was easy and people thought that it was like cool. So I was like, I was like, oh. I have a sticky note drawing that you gave to me in fifth grade. <laughs> and I bet I told you I was gonna be famous too. I was like, I was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And I thought that it was super Hold cool. Hold on to it, I'm famous coming. <laughs> no, and I thought it was super cool that I could like do this that most, like that people around me couldn't do. And I was like, yes. And then, um, and then I kind of like got frustrated with it, like around my like middle school years. I was like, I was like, this isn't looking how I want it to look. This isn't like the picture in my head. So I don't want to do it anymore. So I just like quit for like a couple years, and I didn't do any art. And then when I got into high school, I like, kind of like started it again. And I was like, wait, this is something that I'm like actually good at and that I enjoy doing. So like, why did I quit? Yeah. And I got back into it, and then I got like super into it, and I was like, I kind of realized all of the depth of art and like it's not just like oh I'm good at like painting or drawing it's like what concepts can you bring to the world through picture and which is really really cool I think awesome well art's just never been something I haven't done you know from like as long as I can remember like from before I can remember my dad was like an art minor in college and so he really like inspired me like when I was like super little we'd like draw on the floor with crayons together like the entire week and then at the end of the week you mop it up and you start again Awesome. You know, yeah, cool. <laughs> like we did that for a long time and then that just evolved into like drawing at daycare and drawing during school and like getting interested in art, taking art classes and like getting really into it in middle school, like making drawings for friends, being like the friend group, like artist, you know, <laughs> yeah. And it just kind of evolved from there and like making art for myself eventually and I got into painting in high school and I think that's where, where I like really like found myself and like my form of self-expression like art is how I like express like these like big complex emotions you know it makes me feel better to just like get it down as like a drawing 
and it's it's like venting. It's like, oh, okay, that feels better, you know. It's yeah, awesome. I love hearing your uh, different reasons for art. That's yeah, it's beautiful. Thank you so much. I yeah. Just, I just wanted to mention shout out to my mom Leslie because she really helped me with it awesome. at the end because um. At, like during summer actually i've gotten into like a really bad art block like i can only do doodles i can't do any full pieces right now or else i'll get burnt out so i was very like i wanted to do this mural but i was unmotivated to do it and i felt like every time i had to go over it was like a chore for me to do and she's like you know what i'll come over with you and i'll help you out so she helped me like i like sketched it all out i filled in a lot of the parts she helped me with that too and she'd do like the really tricky parts that i felt overwhelmed to do and she helped me line it she helped me like like, if I felt like, oh, this doesn't look as good as I thought it was going to look, she'd be like, no, I like it better this way. Or, like, she'll be like, well, then let's just change this a little bit right there. Cool. So I feel like having a critic there was very helpful. So cool. I love you, Mom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Any other shout-outs that need to that, – that's a good way to um, – I don't have a shout-out, but I think it's important to address that it was, like – it was really tough to like, I mean, I love art and I loved painting. And as soon as I got to the wall and I started painting for like the first hour I was there, I'd be like, yes, this is great, let's go. And then like after about an hour, I'd be like, I am so blocked right now. I can't do this anymore. And I just would like lay there. I'd be like, what am I doing right now? It's hot, this is terrible. <laughs> and it got really hard sometimes sure. to like be in the right mindset to create art because you didn't want to go every day and and then when you like make art for yourself, you can choose when to do it, mm -hmm. which makes it a lot easier because then you're like creative is just flowing. And it wasn't always like that, which made it very difficult. For sure. Yeah. I'd have to like shout out like to my boyfriend because like sometimes, you know, it's like you just don't want like, like Tori said, it's like you just don't want to go. Or like Ellie said, you're like, oh, I'm not feeling motivated today, but I need to do this. And so I'd be like, I'll just go with you and I can like draw next to you. I can like talk with you while you do this. And it made it like a lot easier to get a lot more done in less time you know like be there like three or four hours a day and just like have someone there to like be like yeah you got this like this looks great you know and like yeah it was very nice that's so great to hear about uh the value of others even when you're doing something yourself you know the value of someone else uh stepping in so well grace i mean do you want to ask the very last question the, the question we ask every person on the share chair podcast and we'll uh, we'll wrap it up with this what's one piece of advice you could give anyone so just tell us your one piece of advice um my piece of advice is just keep practicing like keep going even though you like i know artists get burnt out and people in general get burnt out from like their jobs or from school is that you have to work on yourself and then you can like figure out what you're gonna do because for me for a while i dip in and out of like art ruts and i'm like i can't do this but if i just like doodled a little bit it would make myself feel better and then i just like keep working up back to a point where i feel a lot better so just keep going you got this i believe in you <laughs> um i think persistence is a really good one um i would almost like say that that's my piece of advice too because even when it got tough, I was just kind of like, okay, we just got to keep on going. Or I would take a small break. I'd like take a break and just like go get coffee or something and come back. And then I'd be like, okay, I'm ready to go again. So, I mean, you can give yourself breaks and still complete your task in a timely manner and just, I don't know, go easy on yourself. It's, it's persistence that's the key, just to keep going eventually. Um, the piece of advice, advice I have is probably like, mistakes are not permanent. You know, I felt a lot of that sometimes when I was doing my mural. I'd, I'd do something, you know, 
like I'd add something here and something there and I'd be like actually that looks horrible I hate this I want to quit this is awful but then it's like I'd take a step back you know take some deep breaths and be like you know what this is okay like this is not permanent I can fix this like no matter what I do like it's going to be okay you know and I think just being able to take that step back and realize that the mistakes that you make are not going to be forever is very helpful just like, like an art and in life amazing thanks you three um for being on the podcast and uh yeah incredible work good job thank you for having thank us thank you that's it for this week's episode of the share chair podcast follow us on facebook instagram twitter at the share chair listen on our spotify and soundcloud or on our website thesharechairpodcast.com for more